The Ramchal continues to bring us examples from our sages of um, Hasidus, ways that they conducted themselves. And so the Gemara and Shabbos tells us about the great sage Rava, who would put on a special, very, very uh, dignified garment before he would daven. And then the Gemara brings a verse as a, as a uh, proof for this idea. And he says, it says, likras Yisrael. It says, a Jew should prepare themselves when going to speak to God. Okay? And one of the ways we prepare ourselves when going to speak to God, going to pray, is putting on clothing which is dignified and appropriate. And once on the subject of clothing, it brings up a discussion about um, Esav. So most of you are probably familiar with the incident in the Torah where Yitzchak has two sons, Yaakov and Esav, and Esav is, is, uh, is, ends up being quite evil, and Yitzchak wants to give him the, the blessings to give him tremendous amount of spiritual power anyway. Okay, and so there's a, a, whole, a whole plot is hatched in order to make sure he doesn't get it, and part of that is using his garments to put on his brother to trick their father. So that it's, the Torah says, Big de Esav ben Achamudos. It says when, when uh, Rivka is trying to arrange this deception, it says she took the garments of her son Esav, which were Chamudos. Chamudos means very precious. And Rabbi Shemek Gamliel explains, one of the sages says that he talks about how he would serve his father, okay, the mitzvah of honoring your father. Esav was particularly praised and, and he was exemplary in the midst of honoring his father. So Rabbi Shimon Gamel is actually, actually comparing himself to Esav. And he says how he did it, and he says he doesn't compare to anything to Esav. He says, because when Esav would serve his father, he would only serve him in, the, in, in garments of kingship. Okay? Meaning any time that Esav was going to go in and speak to his father and take care of his needs and bring him what he needed and take care of him, he would first, before doing that mitzvah, if he would put on garments that were fit for a king, literally fit for a king to wear. And he says, if that's what we see from Esau, he would do for someone of boss of Adam, flesh and blood. So all the more so, when you're talking about the king of kings, talking about the Almighty, if someone's going to stand before God and to pray to God, it's fitting that a person should dress themselves in honorable, dignified clothing, and you should conduct yourself in front of God the way you would, you would if you were in front of a great king. So you have to understand that like anything, um, it isn't really about God. It's not so much that God will be offended as it is anything that we are supposed to do. It's because of ourselves. Is that the way that we dress makes a tremendous impact upon ourselves. And besides the fact that the way that other people perceive us is, is determined largely by how we're dressed, is that in terms of how we relate to and feel about ourselves, it makes a huge difference in terms of how we are dressed. There was a famous um, prison experiment done in the 1960s, a psychological experiment um, at, I think, Stanford University, if I'm not mistaken, where they had people volunteer. Some of them were assigned to be prisoners, and some of them were assigned, assigned to be prison guards. And they were given, um, the guards were given prisoners uniform, uh, guard uniforms, and the prisoners were put in prisoners' clothes, and it was all just volunteers. And they actually had to stop the experiment after a few days because the people who were playing the role of prison guards were actually abusing the prisoners. Okay? So what, because once they started wearing those clothes, they started relating to themselves in a certain way, and the, and, and, and the prisoners, quote-unquote, the prisoners as well. So it's something very, very important for ourselves in terms of pressing upon ourselves, you know, standing before, you're standing before God. You know, we just last, last year, 
in South Africa, we spent five months with the shuls closed, people diving at home for five months. And there were people who literally didn't get out of their pajamas and slippers for five months. And what that does to a person who walks around all day, every day in their pajamas, in terms of how they relate to themselves and how they feel about themselves, is actually terrible. I was very, stri- I was very strict in my house that everybody had, to, all the kids had to get dressed, even though they, was, they were doing homeschooling on Zoom, and I would get dressed, and even for myself, that, that I made a rule. So the whole, the whole day I would walk around in my Crocs, because at least, you know, might as well have my feet be comfortable. But when it was time to daven, I was, I was strict on myself that you have to put on proper shoes before you daven, because you're standing before Hashem, okay? You're standing before, I mean, I was wearing my normal clothes, but at least, you know, also my shoes should be, should be proper. So we have to understand that when it, we have to impress upon ourselves who we're speaking to, and we have to be dressed appropriately um, when we're going to daven to Hashem.